Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Hello, Deacon John here, Real Life Christianity. Welcome. Last week I was in a uh, small faith sharing group that I do every week on Friday at 7 a.m. And this time, of course, we did it on Zoom. And each week we read the gospel uh, and we just share how it speaks to us in our lives. This past week, there was one line uh, from John 17 that just jumped out at me. It says this, I pray for them. Jesus prays for us. Immediately, I realized at that moment that my whole life has really been one long journey of conversion. Really about one thing how God loves me. It's been a journey of getting that. One of the things that has stretched me is that Jesus prays for me and prays for us. It brought me back to an experience in my memory that drove home to me how much God loves me and how I still really am getting it. It was years ago when my oldest son was ready for organized sport. He, you know, I grew up in New York and we played baseball and football and basketball, but there's one game I never played, never played growing up. Soccer. Yeah, soccer. And now everyone is playing soccer. And to be honest, I just didn't get it. I didn't see the attraction. I thought this is so boring. I'd watch, they'd go back and forth, back and forth. It was the same thing over and over. Very low scoring, didn't see the fascination. I used to wonder what are these Europeans so excited about? So it's my son's first soccer game and I'm kind of dreading it. So I put on a good face, I encouraged him, kind of hoping it would not take long. And this is what happened. It's a little embarrassing, but true. Once the game started, very soon, I became transfixed, totally transfixed on the game. And then I began slowly at first, walking up and down the sidelines, (laughs) then faster, 
finally running and running up and down the sidelines. Not only that, but I started to, quote, encourage the players. You can do it. Come on. Look out. And then I started to give directions. Pass. He's open. Faster. Turn around. Shoot. I remember I even called a foul to the ref. That's a foul. And I thought he should go in the penalty box. And I quickly realized that was hockey. So here I am telling people what to do, and I don't know anything. I must have looked like a crazy man because I was a crazy man. I was crazy. So after the game, I go home and I sit down and think, what happened? What came over me? Why did I act like this? Then I got it. Because my son was in the game. My son was in the game. And that made all the difference. And then I thought that you and I, the daughters and sons of God, are in the game. We're in the game of life. We're in the game of faith. And it's hard. And God is rooting for us. He's pulling for us. He's cheering for us. He is transfixed on us. And then I realized this is what it means that God prays for us. He doesn't pray and then stop. Think about us and then forget about us. Focus on us, then get distracted and tired like I do. He always thinks on us, prays for us. Friends, he's always on your side, cheering for you, rooting for you. You see, this was so new for me. You know, most of my life I kind of thought, yeah, God loves me, yeah, yeah, but I got to get his attention. I got to do things to draw him in. Got to be good so he loves me and be happy with me, maybe answer my prayers. I believed he was benevolent, but, but not too close or not really all that focused on me, at least not all the time. You know, I was a member in church uh, praying the Apostolic Creed on Sunday, and, and there's a line that says, Jesus ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for us. Wow. So he intercedes for us, prays for us. What kind of mighty prayer is that? What kind of God prays like that, intercedes for us all the time, for you and for me? It's a God who loves us like that. And this has been my lifelong conversion. I'm still in it. How and how much God loves me. 
You know, in the Bible, the word for conversion in Greek means to have a new mind, to go beyond the mind you have. This one thing, my mind does not fully get, and I'm still getting it. How and how much God loves me. You know, I'm also coming to see that not only does God root for me and pull for me, cheer for me, and is on my side, but it also means that God is crazy about me. Yeah, he's really crazy. Like me, that crazy man running up and down the sidelines at the soccer game. God is crazy in love with you and with me. It's a burning love. It's, it's a fire that never quenches. It's all over the Bible. You know, the paralytic that comes to the roof and his friends open the, the roof and lay him, bring him down on the ropes and Jesus looks at him and does what? He says, your sins are forgiven. The guy didn't ask for forgiveness. But Jesus can't help himself. He saw an opening of faith and he, he doesn't wait. He forgives because he's crazy to forgive. He walks by Matthew sitting at his tax collector's desk in the very act of what was considered sinful and unrighteous at the time, in the act of it. And he just says, Matthew, come and, come and follow me. Matthew didn't even ask to follow him. See, Jesus can't help himself. He doesn't wait to be asked because he's crazy. He's crazy to call us to himself like he called Matthew. Finally, we see it in his birth. God and Jesus couldn't take it any longer. He couldn't wait anymore. He saw our condition, and he just had to come. Become one of us. God becomes human. This is crazy. This is really crazy talk that God becomes human. But he did. And if that was not enough, we see it in his death. You know, Catherine of Siena is a saint that I, I admire very much. She wrote this about God and Jesus. She said, oh, mad lover, it was not enough for you to take on our humanity. You had to die as well. Oh, mad lover, oh, crazy one. Friends, our hope is realized in this madness of God, this craziness of God, this overflowing, unimaginable generosity of God's love to us that doesn't hold back, that just comes. 
For he loved us anew in grace by his blood through the life he gave because it was such a blazing love. Such a mad, crazy love, friends, is how this God loves and is this love of God for you, you. Get this. Get this. Each day. Friends, move beyond the mind you have. Move beyond the mind you have on how God loves you and how much he loves you. This mad lover of you. Oh, generous Jesus, help us to get this. Help us to get you. Thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.